Hey everyone, it's Susan Pierce Thompson and welcome to the weekly vlog. Um, hi. I got asked a question on a bright line eating coaching call um, a few days ago that uh, brought up a subject that I thought I might talk about on the vlog. The question was, I've heard that you and your husband do some kind of um, connection ritual every night where you ask certain questions and answer certain questions. Um, what are those questions? What's that thing? I, I think my husband and I want to do it. Um, so I answered her. And not only do I think that I should share these questions with you because they've been so helpful for me and David, um, but also I just kind of want to reflect a little bit because this month marks the anniversary of the one year anniversary of a massive overhaul that happened in my marriage. And I, I immortalized the beginning of that overhaul in a vlog last year, um, not the second that it happened. So I think that vlog was from uh, like September something, September 23rd or whatever last year, that would have been 2016. If you wanna go find that video and watch it, if you're new to the tribe or whatever, it was the jumping off point vlog. So you can just, put into the search box uh, the jumping off point and you'll find it. It's uh, by far the most watched, most commented on video that I've ever put out here at Brightline Eating, other than the Food Freedom launch videos, of course. But anyway, um, and yeah, it's been a year since then. I just got back from San Diego, back from a conference that I attended a year ago. Um, where I spent some time with somebody that um, I really was romantically attracted to and came home feeling really um, unhappy in my marriage, uncertain about my marriage, thinking I might wanting, uh, might be wanting a divorce, like really in a, in a little bit of a tailspin of <sighs> calamitous, you know. Uh, and I brought that all home and I pretty much put it to David, like, I'm not sure I want to stay. We'd been married at that point 17 years. Our daughters were eight, eight, and four at the time. And I was weighing all that and still thinking I might want to leave. Um, and anyway, the jumping off point vlog covers it a lot better than I'm going to do here. There's a lot more to that. Um, but basically, um, David and I had been um, not loving each other as well as we could, as well as we can for many years, just kind of at cross purposes. And there were, you know, as always, marriage is a complicated thing and there was a lot to that. And just for those who are like, I want to hear about bright line eating, this isn't about food. I will actually bring this back around to your bright line eating journey. It, it does apply actually. Um, but for a second, I'm going to talk about this other stuff. So, um, yeah, marriage is a complicated thing. And David and I, uh, like all couples, had our histories, our, our childhood wounds, our ways that life was pulling us in different directions, and also our differences, just in terms of like, if you've heard of the five love languages, David and I have very different ways of needing to hear love and expressing love. Like my, my love language is words. Um, I tell him and I want him to tell me Words don't land on him, like they don't matter to him. He wants deeds and he wants quality time and he wants physical touch. And like um, when I'm stressed and maxed out, those are the first things to go and I'm still using words. And he's like, yeah, don't tell me, show me, you know. And um, 
And similarly, like I was, I was needing his words and, and when he's feeling underappreciated and overlooked, like, uh, expressing his love in the words is, in words is the last thing he's going to do. So there was some of that going on. Um, there were a lot of ways that we just weren't showing up for each other. And, um, and I had invited him through the years to like, you know, go to, couples workshops with me, couples counseling, read books, you know, all that stuff that's like not his bag, to be honest, you know. Um, and so, and we were both overly busy. And so I, I sort of felt like I was being dismissed and like, yeah, I'm not doing that with you. And so I was feeling more and more desperate and like kind of out of options, you know, like, um, and then I started this Bright Line Eating thing. Uh, and suddenly I was trying to learn how to grow a movement online, which is as I, you know, I came from being a tenured psychology professor, which is something I knew very well, show up in the classroom, teach your classes, lecture, prep, research. I mean, I knew all, I knew that world. Um, I didn't know how to do anything online. I'm not actually very technologically savvy at all. And I didn't know anything about business at all. And I didn't mean to start a business. I was trying to write a book. So the fact that this turned into a business is a very weird thing. And now I have employees and like a profit and loss statement. And I don't know anything about any of that. So that was scary. And I didn't want it to be a business anyway. So the whole money aspect kind of weirded me out a little bit. I come from a 12-step background where... I'm trying to be of service, right? And like, but I was putting us into the poorhouse by trying to be of service because like all this online stuff, it actually costs a lot of money. So David's like, yeah, you have to charge for those boot camps. You can't give them away for free. But anyway, I digress. The point is I was doing an online thing, starting to hang out with entrepreneurs to learn what to do. And entrepreneurs are an interesting bunch. They're like on fire. They're alive and awake and and learning how to take their ideas and put them into flesh in the world. And so they're always asking themselves, what do I want? Where am I going? What am I crafting? And being around that energy was intoxicating and amazing and enlivening. And suddenly I'm going back to my marriage and I'm feeling like, this is dead. Like, I'm so not down with this. And I've been pretending for lots of years that the 80% of my marriage that's humming along, raising our kids, running a household, doing laundry, grocery shopping, all that, you know, like we had our, you know, we've been married for 17 years. We had our chores divvied up. We, and we, we have a lot of love and respect for each other, always have. But there was that 20%, which was like, is my heart in this? Is my soul in this? Am I on fire in this? Are we crafting a life together? like consciously, like really choosing what we want it to look like? Or are we just sort of, you know, lying down and settling for like, okay, I guess this is good enough. This is our life. And and suddenly good enough didn't feel like good enough to me. Um, ships in the night didn't feel like the kind of relationship I wanted to have. Um, I got something on my face. What is that? It's like a feather. Sorry. <laughs> And I had a lot of pain around it. And I came to him with, I I might be done here. Mainly because I didn't know if he was even capable of showing up and waking up and being the person that I wanted to be with. And he is, and he was, and he did. And it's it's the one year anniversary of, of us meeting each other, learning the ways that we'd been wounding each other, 
and deciding to stay consciously connected. And um, part of that is that every night we do a connection ritual. And I want to share it with you because I know that there's a lot of people who watch this who also have a partner. Now, I want to say that it's possible that your partner won't, won't want to do this. And it's possible that that'll break your heart. That's where I was at for 17 years. Like, I would have brought something like this to David and gotten the brush off. God bless him, right? That's just where he was at. He didn't have it in him to do it for those years. And so, to anyone who watches this and hears this and thinks that sounds so good, but my partner won't do it, I just want to say I'm sorry. Like, my heart breaks for you. Um, my heart breaks for anyone who's in a relationship that feels dead and feels <sighs> like, you know, like you're married to someone who won't show up for it, you know, who won't be in the game with you. That's what it felt like for me for 17 years. And, and David's story is very different than that. Like, you know, I was wounding him chronically in very specific ways and I was not including him in my life. I'd, I'd sort of given up and it was very hurtful to him. So I don't want to make it sound like it was one-sided, like he was the faulty one and that I was, you know, Miss Perfect asking for connection and he wasn't giving it. There was a lot of reciprocity and symmetry in the ways that we were doing a very flawed dance back then. But I just want to say from my subjective experience, I know the pain of aching to invite your partner into connection and to have them say, for whatever reason, no thank you. I'm not going there with you. That said, I suspect there are people watching this who are in a relationship where their partner is going to say, okay, let's try it. And for you, I offer our connection ritual. So here's what David and I have been doing for the last year, pretty much without fail. We've missed a few nights, but this is what we do. And we're, we're pretty like committed to it. Like even if one of us is traveling and the other one's back at home, we'll call and say, hey, you ready to do our thing? So it's three questions, and I'm going to give you the questions. So grab a pen, and here's the questions. Number one, what went well today? What went well today? And what's great about this question is you get to hear about the other person's day, because David and I often live our days doing different stuff, right? So I get to hear about his day, he gets to hear about my day from the positive slant. Yeah, sometimes we devolve into, well, this happened and it didn't go well. <laughs> but mostly we really stick to the positive, you know, and it's just a nice way to cast rose-colored glasses back on the day and just pick out the things that went well that day and share them with each other. It's just beautiful. So what went well today? Um, then number two is we appreciate each other. So we just use the sentence stem, I appreciate you for, or I appreciate that you, or, you know, I appreciate you. So it could be things from the day. You know, David will say things like, I appreciate that you did the bath with the kids tonight. I appreciate that, you know, you made dinner. Um, or it could be um, global things. You know, I'll tell David, I appreciate how, how funny you are. I appreciate the way your biceps look in your t-shirt. <laughs> you know, whatever, like global things. It could be whatever. 
we just appreciate each other. Sometimes David will share, I appreciate the load you're under. Like I appreciate how hard you work. <sighs> so it's not, you know, it's more of like an acknowledgement like that. Anyway, question number three is, um, what do you want? What do I want? What do we want? It's sort of like a, a visioning, life crafting. Um, yeah, we just fill in that sentence stem. I want fill in the blank. Together, they form a pretty powerful connection ritual every night. Sometimes it takes us 10 minutes to get through it. Sometimes it takes us 45 minutes. Um, if we're feeling talkative and we haven't connected all day, it'll take us 45 minutes to get through it. If we're feeling like we have the time, if we're exhausted and we just need to turn out the lights, we'll hurry through it. And David's final comment on the last one is, I'm sure I'll want more tomorrow. <laughs> and I want to get a good night's sleep tonight. And we turn out the lights and go to bed, you know, so it, it totally varies. And I just want to say on those three questions, we just, there's no, we are not formal about it. So we don't have a like who starts, how many things do we offer, three each or anything. It's nothing like that. We just talk at those, you know, we just have a conversation on those three topics until we've run out of things to say or we feel like moving on. And that's why it's very variable how long it takes us to get through it. So that's the connection ritual. And, um, you know, I offer this as part of a nightly routine, which is something that we do in Brightline Eating. Um, morning routines and nightly routines are a really big part of Brightline Eating. Um, people think that Brightline Eating is a weight loss program. And we do help a lot of people to lose a lot of weight around here. I think we're at, you know, 300,000 pounds and counting, 300,000 pounds from 105 countries or whatever, whatever. You know, yeah, we help people lose weight, but we do it in a very different way. We're about automaticity and systematizing and, you know, building habits. And morning routines and night nighttime routines are a big, big, big part of that. And also adopting a certain attitude, an attitude of gratitude and staying connected. So this nightly routine, you know, I just started teaching this course, Brightline Mind, and it's my positive psychology course um, that I used to teach in college. Um, and this kind of exercise is so part and parcel of, of that tradition, that work. It's about, you know, it's amazing how um, choosing to engage in some systematic exercises like the one I just described um, starts to alter your thinking slowly, slowly, slowly until before you know it, you have a completely different take on your life and on your world. Um, David and I are now experiencing a feeling of being in love that um, I haven't experienced in a long, long time. I mean, since we got married, really. Um, and that doesn't really do anything for my desire for other people. Like for me, I still have that. But it's very different to have that in the context of a really happy, solid marriage where like my husband is, I'm so grateful for him. I can't even speak. I can't even put it into words. Um, and in the context of this rebirth of our marriage, he's now supporting me with my food in a way that, um, that I need. It turns out that, um, for me to, to have my bright lines bright, I need support and, and accountability and commitment 
and David stepping into a new role to hold space for that for me because he knows my disease honestly better than anybody. Like he knows, he knows what's gonna trigger me. He knows when I'm off, he knows when I'm on. And so I can look to him if we're going out to eat and say, do I need to weigh my food at this restaurant? And he'll know because he knows me and he'll know whether I need to bust out my scale and put my food on the scale or whether I can just eyeball protein and produce. He'll know. So there's a lot of, there's, I'm finding just so many benefits um, for me and my Bright Line Eating program in doing this. My nighttime routine has sort of whittled down a little bit. Mostly what I do now is I write in my five-year journal and then I do the, and I do the connection ritual with David. And that's pretty much what it's come down to for me right now. That's what my nightly routine is. So David, if you're watching this, I love you. Um, if you're watching this and you haven't seen the jumping off point vlog, I do recommend you go watch that because it'll put a lot of context. It's really sweet to be still here a year later. We just celebrated 18 years of marriage. And um, yeah, what a difference a year makes. So that's the weekly vlog. I hope that there's folks out there who um, use this nightly connection ritual with their spouses and partners and friends and I mean, it'd be great to do with a friend, with a buddy, you know, you don't, it doesn't have to be with a, with a romantic partner. It's a good one. Even you know, if you have a bright line eating buddy and you've got someone you want to do, uh, do it with every night on the phone or something that would work too. So anyway, I offer it as a tool. It's one that I think we made it up. I don't know where it came from, to be honest. I think we just made it up and, um, and it's been working for us. So that's the weekly vlog and, um, yeah, and I'll see you next week.